Hi, I'm Fred Schonenberg, and thank you for joining me on the Venture Fuel podcast. At Venture Fuel, we help companies find new solutions by partnering with the best startups from around the world. On the show, you'll learn the secrets of business leaders who tap into startups and the founders driving extraordinary results. We'll consider new ideas, stretch our mindsets beyond the status quo, and in the process, discover how to leap the competition and fuel personal growth. I used to walk down the grocery aisle looking for new snacks, something new and different to surprise and delight my family. But the shelves now seem stocked with just the tried and true. Quite honestly, it's a little boring. So how can I discover what's next in snacking? On today's show, I'm speaking with Erica Wagner, the chief snack officer, and Ariel Diskin, the chief social snacker, both the co-founders of Snack Riot. Snack Riot is a monthly snack subscription service that introduces busy families to new brands, ingredients, and flavors with the goal of expanding their snack cabinet options. We're going to talk about why people love new snacks, how their service works, how they find what's next, and what large companies can learn from their efforts. Let's get after it. Erica and Ariel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Hi, Fred. So can you guys tell us the Snack Riot founder story, you know, sort of your origination story? Like, where did this idea start for both of you? So I'm that friend that loved to know about new ingredients and made reading nutrition labels a hobby, if you can believe that. (laughs) One day, Erica said she needed new chips in her family's snack rotation. And so when I was at the grocery store, I picked a few up for her and dropped them off. And it's shocking, but my kids actually believe that the Beanfields nacho chips were Doritos. So that kind of led to this aha moment of, wouldn't it be awesome if someone could curate our snack cabinets with better for you versions of snacks that our kids would actually eat? So we realized we could be that someone. And so we put pen to paper and kicked off Snack Riot. We each have three kids and we realized as the kids were getting older, you know, snacking was becoming a numbers game at times between carpools and play dates and lunch boxes. It was forcing us to buy bulk snacks that often went uneaten after the novelty of, you know, that first dozen or two. We were wasting our money on snacks that nobody wanted. And simultaneously, we realized that we as parents were starting to make less nutritious choices because we simply ate what was on hand. Yeah. So we kind of just had like a lot of these things coming together and that just led to Mm -hmm. Snack Riot's goal, uh, which is simply to revolutionize the way that families try and buy snacks. Snack Riot believes healthy snacking should be simple and it should be fun. So we've created these taste-tested snack boxes to make busy people's, like ourselves, lives easier. The Snack Riot is practical. It's an, just it's an easy way for consumers to, um, to try new brands, simplify your life. We're like your snack hack. I love it. And I have to say, I got to sample one of the boxes or two of the boxes, actually. And it led to like this whole conversation with like my mother-in-law, my nephew, because I was eating, I believe it was like water lily puffs. And they were like, what are you eating? And, you know, I said, oh, it's a water lily puff. And they both started laughing, like, no, you're not. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. And like, like we had this whole like sort of bonding moment over trying something new that was healthier. And then it led to the conversation of why water lilies. And it, it was a really fun experience. And that's like a really fun thing. Just discuss, like, who knew you could pop a water lily seed? Like, who knew that was edible? You know, my kids had a lot. About the frogs on the lily pads, you know. So it's just, it's fun, you know, just discovering all these different snacks. It's it's a really innovative um, time, I think, for the industry. So 
I love it. Can you tell us a bit how Snack Riot works? So we are a monthly snack solution. Every month, we introduce subscribers to approximately eight new snack brands, just like those popped water lily seeds from Bohana. We include duplicates of all the individual size snacks. So, you know, everybody gets a taste or two. And there's often different flavors of each snack. So subscribers can really get to know a brand that they like in the box. And every box has a balanced mix of chips, fruit snacks, jerky, treats, bars, and even crackers. Yeah. And a lot of the brands that we feature don't have the national retail exposure. And they're often very, our subscribers are very unfamiliar with these brands. In fact, our post box surveys show us that 100% of respondents, this is like my favorite stat, to date are familiar with only one to three brands per box. Um, So that tells us that we're really, you know, introducing people to things that they don't know. But for this very reason, we create a monthly snack resource guide that has a dual purpose of educating people about the brands, as well as offering discount codes for subsequent purchasing of the brands. So now we include these QR codes in box that take subscribers directly to the guides for turnkey purchasing of the snacks that they really enjoyed in that month's box. In short, you know, we do all this because we don't want anything to get in the way of a subscriber and a brand getting to know each other. I love it. And I will give you like the best recommendation I can say is Venture Fuel spends a ton of time. We run multiple uh, corporate accelerators, uh, one of which is completely focused in snacking. So we spent, I don't know, call it a month, really diving deep into up and coming snack brands and, and really doing a lot of due diligence. Uh, so when I got your subscription box, my assumption was I was going to see really interesting things that I already knew about. And I would say that I would, I would have answered your, your survey the same way. Like I, I knew maybe one or two brands in the box. That's part of the beauty of what we include in our box. Yeah, that's fun. I like that feedback. Thank you, Fred. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, I was super impressed. I was not expecting that. So that leads me sort of my next question is like, how do you, how do you find the new snacks? Where and how, right? And then like, how do you decide which ones should go in the box? Well, simply put in the, the air quotes, old days, um, we love to go to trade shows. Uh, we would literally sample every single snack we were offered. And by the end of the shows, Ariel and I were we're literally sharing like a single chip. You've been to these shows there. It's a lot of food. And we, what we loved, we loved hearing the founders' stories and, you know, easily learning, you know, the trends and just visually seeing what's out there. Um, nowadays, we discover our snacks a few different ways. We do simple things like reading the best of lists. We speak with nutritionists. Uh, we keep in touch with a lot of the brands we discovered at past trade shows. We get suggestions from our subscribers. They love to share, you know, something that they came across on their travels or I, you know, like airports have great little kiosks of sometimes very random snacks. So people report back, although no one goes to an airport these days, but they report back what they're seeing. We also stay close to the brands that we've previously featured in Snack Riot because they often are continuing to innovate, come up with new flavors or new ingredients. And Snack Riot, we want to be the ones that introduce, you know, if the brand really resonated with our crowd, we want to be the one that helps our brand partners introduce it to a crowd that we know has already raised their hand to say like, yes, I like this. I want more. We request 
tons of samples. From, it's not like the trade shows where you just try everything. So nowadays we have to request samples from brands. Um, so we don't include anything in the box ever that we haven't tried first ourselves. Um, it's a lot more time consuming than it used to be, but our subscribers really trust us for our commitment to quality because everything has been tasted and vetted. We've read the labels. We've decided this tastes good. And of course, we still shop the aisles along with all the Instacart shoppers, you know, looking to see to see what's new out there. So, you know, we, we source in many different ways. How we decide what actually goes in the box is based on, you know, a combination, innovative ingredients, good nutrition, and taste. It has to taste good. And a healthy mix of every option in the box. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting that there was, you know, as, as you described, there was, you know, a little bit of the, like, jerky vibe, uh, you had the sort of healthy in-between meal snack vibe. There was, you know, the chip angle. Like it, it was really a nice mix of types of snacks as well as the sort of nascent stage and, and, and surprise and delight part of it. And, and you have saved me because as much as I said, I used to go to the grocery store to find new snacks. The truth is you're absolutely right. I used to find all my new stuff at airports. When you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's where I always bought new things. So has it worked from the brand perspective? So if whether a small or a large brand, like, and they want to be featured in your box, what does that process look like? So sometimes brands will reach out to us. They heard about this, their friends subscribe to it, what have you. And it always starts with going on their site, learning about their brand, having a, a conversation with the founder, and then having them send us samples. And nine out of 10 times, it's really good and the stars align and we can go ahead and include them in box. Love it. And on, on their end, is it the sampling? They're basically providing the samples to you to go out. And then is there like some sort of rev share or how, how does the, like the business part of this work? So they provide the samples to us kind of in exchange for getting them in a very like we deliver the right kitchen, you know, especially these days, if your brand is unknown and so many people are now shopping online, you know, you're just so much less likely to include a brand that you're unfamiliar with in your Instacart. You know, you're just going with the staples and it's, there's no new innovations coming into your kitchen. It's, It's just so much harder, especially for the smaller brands these days to find that new audience. Our audience, we're now in 43 states. Uh, we deliver mid to high income households. We're, we are the right kitchen you want to be in. So the brands donate the product in exchange for us, including them in box and really getting them in the right kitchen. Um, and then we also promote the brands on social. I mean, we really, especially when you get to speak to the founders, we form like a true partnership with them. And we want to promote them and hype them and just like spread the brand love, whether it's through our social, our website, our resource guide, which has been, we've done this since the very first box. And it's really just meant to educate people about the brand, you know, whether you're a big brand or a small brand, you know, people don't know what makes you great. So this is just a very simple way to get just a few sound bites in their ear. And then the brands provide discount codes. So if a subscriber really enjoyed, say, those popped water lily seeds and you want more, you know, you go to whatever, a lot of times they'll take you to Amazon or their website directly, you enter the code and it's just a great way to get to buy the product in bulk at savings. You know, we look at Snack Riot as a family. Our followers on Instagram, as well as the brands that are in box in that specific month, as well as brands that we've previously worked with. And we want to help promote them 
during the month that they're in our box and going forward. And we want to give our, our people, our followers, all the new information about ingredients and up and coming snacks and trends. So they feel like they're really getting a lot from being part of the Snack Riot family. I love it. And I think the the fact you're solving a sampling challenge right now, when it's so hard, people can't go to the store and, and set up a booth or anything like that, or even trade shows or all the things that we used to all do. Uh, now to discover something, it's, it's really hard. And if you have somebody you trust that's going to send you good products that are healthy for your family, once they decide to do that, right, what an interesting way to get your product in front of somebody that is receptive to new things. And one big point of differentiation for Snack Ride is also since the first box, we've included duplicates of each item. And so a lot of times this is a good opportunity for a brand, say they're going to include a bar, right? Now they can include two different flavors because some people like blueberry and some people like chocolate. And if we only sent you chocolate, you might not know that they also have blueberry or vice versa, you know? So it's just a great way. And it's also a good way for more than one person in your household to get to taste the product so that as mom or whoever the shopper in the house is, you know, they can make a more informed decision. Yes, this is worth buying a box of these bars or no, nobody liked them, you know? So just a better way for people to really get to know the brand. So let me switch gears. I, I see the immediate need for emerging companies for sure. And, and even for brands that are creating new SKUs and, and, and trying to launching a new product. One of the challenges I have adventure fuel, right? Like we work for the larger companies that are out there. And right now, some of them are, I'll say, retrenching back into tried and true, right? They're thinking of, oh, well, you know, we're just going to do the staples and get them on shelves. What is your perspective on sort of big companies? Why do they need to keep innovating and introducing new products into the market? So one of the best things about, you know, looking at or, or working with a startup like Snackride is that we're nimble. And we really, truly understand our market in you know, a very intimate way. We can afford to take those risks um, and we're humbled by the good and the bad. You know, We disrupt the idea that you need to stick with your everyday snacks and we afford you the opportunity to try new things. We introduce you to new and up and coming brands and we find them where larger companies may not have that opportunity to do. So, you know, one of the things that I do on my side, I handle the brand side and Ariel handles the social and all the other customer service and customer engagement parts of Snack Riot. So, you know, we're a big company should continue to innovate because everyone else is continuing to innovate. And every day I speak to the startup brands that are just fully energized and they've figured out a solution that they want to solve and they're doing it. And then I also speak to the mid-size and the large size brands. And I think, you know, right now it's, it's very important to be having these conversations and a small company like us, we, we can, you know, spend our days having these conversations. We're investing in data, trying to figure out what's really resonating intent to purchase based on what people have seen in, in our snack boxes, what the trends are. So we're really getting to intimately know the brands and, you know, that's going to help us shape what we can put in the snack box each month. And, you know, people are also looking for snacks that are multi-purpose. So they want something that performs like their pantry staples, you know, that's easy and on the go and that tastes great, but also has clean ingredients and is possibly gluten-free or vegan, you know, snacks that are plant-based and um, include superfoods like acai or have infused vitamin C or are totally twisting the idea of a dried fruit and leaving the peel on 
we're creating a chip out of the pulp of, you know, the unused juiced fruit. That's what we find our customers really want. And although big companies have sometimes the resources to innovate like that and create those new options, they don't because again, they, they go back to what they know is tried and true. Yeah. So, so we think that they really need to partner with startups like a snack, right? You know, really just because we have the, our finger on the pulse of both the brand side and the customer side of the business. We're not bound by anything except delivering a quality box of snacks <laughs> to people that have raised their hands to discover new snack ideas. We have a super engaged audience. Um, and I think I would end that with saying we're nimble, we're humble, and we're innovative, and we're able to add a more personalized perspective to the snack game right now. Is anyone else out there getting hungry? Well, we arrange for a 15% discount for all of our listeners. Just go to snackriot.com and put in the code VENTUREFUEL15. Happy snacking, y'all. Yeah, it's really interesting to me. I think so many so many brands have a lot of ideas, larger companies, and they're not really sure where to test those out and see if it resonates, right? The the sort of idea, the ones that do it right are making lots of small bets uh, and seeing what works and then putting their marketing muscle and distribution behind it. A lot of them are, you know, do one big launch a year and spend, you know, 10, 15, $20 million on it and then get upset that it doesn't work. And I think you guys are a very interesting vehicle for them to see what resonates and try new things. So you did mention, I will say, Ariel, a bunch of trends and interesting things from upcycling to sustainability to using products in new ways. What food and beverage trends do you two think are overhyped and and what do you think are here to stay? So definitely a trend we think is here to stay is flavored seltzer. You know, it's the perfect mix of taste and simplistic ingredients and that's what people want. They just want something that's simple, but also really good. Yeah, we're fans. Infused water here to stay. You know, people are really into, as Aria was kind of mentioning before, things that have a dual purpose. This is a simple example, but you know, if you can get your fill of hydration with the added electrolytes for energy, you know, it's a layup. You know, an alternative flower trend is definitely here, I think, sticking around for the long haul. You know, trading wheat flour for things like chickpea or sorghum or bean flour that are shelf stable are definitely on top right now because again, they offer that multi-purpose option to a similar thing to wheat flour. Yeah, this has been a really big category for Snack Riot. We've featured tons of chickpea snacks, pop sorghum snacks, a few different ones, bean flour, and they have all been very, very well received with our, our Snack Riot crowd. So we think that one's here to stay. What are your thoughts on one of the challenges we see out there is Everybody is looking to reduce sugar and thinking about it in a lot of different ways and how they do that. Are your consumers, do they react better to, hey, this has low sugar, but it has, let's say, stevia or monk fruit or some sort of alternate sugar versus, hey, this does have sugar, but it's, it's clean and natural? What sort of wins the day there, right? Like I'll, I'll go back to the old school, like, oh, this is low fat but it's just loaded with ingredients none of us have ever heard of. What's that balance that you see on the sugar front? Right. Well, that's like a Snackwell's devil's food cookie, right? That we all used to eat in the 90s. They are low fat, but you know they had a lot of other ingredients and people don't want to eat anymore. I think you know part of what we do at Snack Riot also is we're trying to educate our audience to understand the difference between added sugar and naturally occurring sugar. 
So if you're going to have a protein bar that's high in sugar, but because the first ingredient is dates and the subsequent four ingredients are nuts and other, you know, whole wholesome foods, that type of sugar is going to be processed from the body very differently than an added type of sugar, maybe from a mix of stevia and brown sugar. So we definitely do see that people are very watchful on the amount of sugar they consume and the amount of sugar that their children consume. So we do keep an eye on that in the products we put in our boxes, but it's also how the body processes that sugar. And education is a big key in this. And we're trying to afford our audience that opportunity to learn as well as try snacks that have sugar from monk food or have uh, brown sugar or have stevia and what the difference is. And every when we do these, um, the post box surveys to see which brands they liked best, treats always wins. Like, so just to keep that in mind, but there's so, like, we've included Unreal and Undercover Quinoa, and there's like so many really good treats. Smashmallow. So many good treats that are low in sugar, and it's just, it's striking the perfect balance for our subscribers. Very cool. So as you guys know, Venture Fuel is running the Real California Milk Snack Accelerator, which is all about the best uh, snacks made with dairy. You all have been kind enough to be uh, judges for one of the parts of that. So I wonder what advice would you have for an up and coming snack brand? How do they break through? What's the, uh, what words of wisdom do you guys have after seeing so many different early stage companies come through? So what we see really works is that when a brand can solve a problem, you know, really fill a little tiny hole in the whole snack world, you know, we snack right works because we're a solution. So if a brand can address, for instance, an allergy concern and taste delicious, it's definitely going to be a win. You know, as a parent, I love when a brand sneaks in ingredients that my kids wouldn't necessarily know that makes delicious. For instance, we just tried a, a chip that was like a nacho chip, but was made from bean flour. And it was totally delicious, but our kids really had no idea. Um, and going back to my point before, snacks that are multi-purpose, that really can bring protein as well as delicious flavor to the table, or a shelf-stable way to bring fruit around in your bag and bring it to a soccer game. So a fruit jerky that leaves the peel on that has so much of the nutrition in it. That's what's really important. And that's what we see resonates with our audience. So looking out a bit into the future, what, what's next for Snack Riot? Where do you all want to take the business? Well, we have like notebooks full of ideas, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's Ariel and I. When we started over a year ago, we were like laser focused on families. But then we quickly realized that every snack in the box was suitable for and being enjoyed by both the adults and the kids. I mean, a lot of feedback we get is from parents saying, I keep the box, I sneak out what I like, you know, and then I give it to the kids. So it's some people call it a mom box, you know, so we've realized we are appealing to a broader audience than we initially thought when we started out. And so this knowledge has kind of enabled us to confidently, you know, find new audiences. So corporate gifting became a huge area, huge area for growth for us through quarantine. Companies were sending Snack Riot just kind of as that like virtual hug to employees from afar. And it's, uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough to kind of continue this area of growth. Um, we've also become a go-to gift for a lot of occasions. So birthdays, housewarming gifts, um, teacher, hostess, first responder, thank you type gifts. People can gift a three or six month subscription. So 
you say with the gift that keeps on giving. Gifting is definitely big in our future. Um, we have so many areas of growth. I think and it's because we're simply making snacking simple and fun for adults and kids and everyone in the world snacks. So it's we, become a meal replacement. It's a meal replacement for some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of areas for growth. So where can people go to learn more about Snack Riot? Well, simply put, you can subscribe. You can sign up for a six or three month or monthly subscription, which will definitely make you a snack hero in your home. Uh, You can do that by visiting us at snackriot.com. You can get to see what we're all about, look at our past boxes and all of the brands that we have previously worked with. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Snack Riot, where we share the best new brands and innovations and our favorite ingredients, as well as catching us do wacky shenanigans in the midst of what we're all dealing with are these many parenting meltdowns or celebrating fun milestones. Uh, As I was saying before, our community is really awesome and our followers are all being part of the fun of snacking. It's a really engaged little community that we've created. So hopefully not that little for that long. (laughs) I love it. Well, Erica, Ariel, thank you so much. This has been uh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Fred. Fred. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and hit us up at VentureFuel on LinkedIn, as we'd love to hear from you. Our next show is going to be on election day, and we feature four of the top female VCs discussing where the world is going. You won't want to miss it. Until next time.